0: The following is a paid program and does not necessarily reflect the opinions of the staff or management of visionary-related entertainment.
1: Aloha Maui Nui! Hey, this is
2: Josh Porter. And Jason Burkhardt. Here we are. Welcome to the Solar Coaster Where are we? 77. Evan? I can't 77. 77. Keep already.
1: on marching forward. It's a big one too. Hack of a day. This is the uh, the solar industry is shifting. Uh, the 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 tectonic shifts are happening beneath our feet as we speak right now. A lot of us. I big solar boom in
2: Hawaii. That's right. Yeah, it is.
1: This is this should be national global news. If you ask me, I mean, this is uh, this is. Oh, awesome. it
2: absolutely will be. Right. Absolutely
1: Wonderful to see this happening for the industry. Really excited. So, folks, we're going to be talking about NIM Plus. If you haven't heard of it, it was just uh, released on Monday, and uh, this last. Uh, uh, Wednesday there was a, a training forum at uh, Miko offices and uh, presumably all uh, throughout the HEI uh, family of companies Helco and Hawaiian Electric on their respective islands as well, Big Island and Oahu. Mm-hmm. So a very exciting time basically allowing uh, NEM holders, uh, about how many of those Jay? You corrected me a moment ago?
2: 71,000.
1: 71,000 NEM system holders throughout the state of Hawaii to integrate uh, not only batteries, which is what we expected, but also PV, which is really exciting because, wow. Yeah, additional PV, right? Additional PV, now, just to be clear, that's not adding to your NEM. Your NEM separate. We're going to hear all about this. This is a separate program. It uh, looks a lot like a CSS next to your NEM. Uh, if you guys know, it's a consumer self-supply program What's available now. Uh, but it's a very uh, exciting and kind of cool and, and energizing time, no pun intended, here in the solar industry in Maui
2: and Hawaii. Nice. nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's get right to it. We've got so much news to talk about, and of course, that, which we're going to be talking about all day. Very so. good. Very good. Yeah. This. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. So, hey, folks, this is The Solar Coaster. We are a renewable energy theme talk show right here in lovely Maui County. We can be found Fridays at one oh five p.m. on Kauai, 11.10 a.m. We've also got some FM stations, 96.7 FM Central Maui, 96.5 FM Westside, and 98.7 FM Upcountry. We've got a heck of a website.
2: Yep. Head website heck of a website is www.solar-coaster.com has all the old shows you can listen to us live if you're out of the broadcast area and if you scroll down the bottom you can get our mailing list and uh, actually submit questions for the show in case you uh, want to get in the N plus and you have a question about how it works <laughs> also we're also on podcast platforms itunes stitcher and tune in all carry the solar coaster uh just type in solar coaster all one word and we should pop up a little yellow sc logo you'll know where we are and you can take us everywhere
1: Excellent, excellent. We've got some great sponsors uh, that have carried the solar coaster throughout 77 glorious episodes. Maui Solar Project, Tabuchi Electric America, Sonnen. Pika Energy, and Sundrum Solar. And uh, I'll tell you what, folks, You know these are great companies that are doing amazing work out here, and I think that they're just about to do a boatload of business because of these new changes to uh, the programs that the utilities offering. So I'm really happy for them and excited to see this kind of thing take off. I do want to mention one thing. During this show, we're going to be uh, showcasing—this is actually one, part of our SBI SPI series. We're going to be showcasing uh, Sonova, which is a really uh, remarkable financing company that provides uh, leases, PPAs, and home loans. Home loan for 25 years, which is super awesome. So, we're going to get that interview in as well with Michael Grasso from Sonova as our main show focus. Um,
2: so, shall we jump into our news and events, Jay? Let's do it right away. Uh, first thing coming in from Green Tech Media India will miss its target of 175 gigawatts by 2022. What happened? Uh, that's, it's a little unfortunate, but you know, um, that's only about. 24% shortfall. Uh, they're dealing with their own tariff uncertainty right now, which if you remember from last year, we had a major problem with. Yeah. Um, they've also got frequent changes in policy, um, some connectivity questions about how these large installs will actually connect to their grid. Um, and it's just simply t- difficult to allocate like contiguous stretches of land from what i understand so so typical growing pains of, of a, for a project of this scale i mean it's really unprecedented uh, i think the important thing to note is the focus uh, that they're although they're missing their goal they aimed super high if even if they miss it they're going to achieve a lot
1: That's remarkable. And where they're talking about something like, what is the scale of this? They're saying by 2040, they're shooting for 384 gigawatts, right? And uh, so something along those lines. I mean, what did we say before? A gigawatt is roughly equivalent to a nuclear power plant? One nuclear
2: power plant. So that's 300.
1: That's an interesting kind of parallel, right? Gives Clear you some power sense of scale here. Yeah, yeah. So really a huge portion of the energy. What is the overall portion there of that energy in, in, in India? It looks like it's about a um, f-
2: um, fifth or something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a fifth of the energy, yeah. Wow, OK. Um, but like I said, they aimed, they aimed very high. Yeah, they're going to miss it, but not by a whole lot. They're going to they're going to achieve a lot in the next couple of years, and we'll have to we'll be following it closely for sure.
1: Right. Okay. Fantastic. I mean, well, it's good to see that the the, the all that progress did happen, and then I guess they're just getting closer to the uh, the twenty twenty two. Right. So, um, yep. okay, what's next here, buddy?
2: Um, solar waste. This is an interesting article. Um, came in from the Verge. Uh, solar panels. Now we all have solar panels, or if you if you have solar, um, or we're all using solar panels because it's becoming more and more of our energy mix, right? Um, but these do have a finite lifespan, like everything else. Um, they don't last forever. Uh, solar panels, typically, the good ones can last 25, 30, even longer, uh, 30 years, um, but. There's a bit of a worry that there's cheap Chinese panels flooding the market or have been flooding the market. They don't last as long. Uh, Some studies say they can start breaking down in as few as five years, Mm -hmm. which is going to be a lot of trash, especially when we're rolling out many billions of these things across the globe, right? Um, so. SIA's taken aim at this. Our friends at SIA. Um they are trying to get out in front of it. Um, we do have time to figure it out if it's if it's twenty, twenty-five years. Um, and right now, there is really isn't a lot of solar waste. I don't see a lot of solar panels aside from the one that I broke a couple of weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jay, Jay busted. Uh, Jay
1: busted <laughs> a uh, bifacial solar panel on his driveway. We said so we
2: sat and watched that thing crack for a good. Oh, jeez, that is a that crazy was really, thing. Really hey, unfortunate. Jay, but, can I interrupt but, you but for a moment on
1: this? Are, are you can, can, oh, Doug got? McLeod, former Renewable Energy Commissioner and current uh, solar uh, plus battery hustler in Maui County, just jumped into the show. How are you doing, Doug? I'm good. Nice to be here. How are you guys? <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Thanks for coming in. Good to see you, um, <laughs> Jay, uh, so Jay was just talking about um, what's going on right now in this uh, concept on all the waste uh,
2: uh, for that solar panels will... Well, it's, you it's, know. it's potential waste, right? As, as we roll these things out, I mean, eventually we're going to get to a point, especially when we're talking right now, it's it's 28, the end of 2018, uh, um, but we're talking by 2045 to be 100% renewable. Um, that's already um, at that kind of 25-30 year threshold for a lot of these panels. And what what are we going to do with them? Um, a lot of them are pretty non-toxic. Some of them contain some 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 heavy metals. Uh, they do need to be recycled in in a, in a proper way. And right now, because it's still relatively new, uh, there's there's no real process for that. Um, yeah. So, like I said, C was just our friends at C are trying to get out in front of this. Uh, they have a lot of conversations going on with large. Um national, um, like domestic uh, recyclers you to know. see what can be done, what the process will be. And I think they're trying to leverage, um, we're trying to find some, some federal money to make it happen, although that wasn't very clear.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, people do ask that question in the field, you know, what's going to happen when these, when they end of life and is it going to be a healthy thing and how are we going to handle it? So I do hear that. It's not something. Well, like I've, I've, heard, of I've
2: heard of everything from like landfill all the way up to like just filling shipping containers and stacking them somewhere, which is really <laughs> kind of an odd odd thing to do. But I guess they're, they're waiting for the recycling market. To come around because it's, it is a potential revenue stream, um, and if you can you can sit on them, then then so be it. Uh, now it used to be that that China would buy would take these things back. Um, they took a lot of our electronics trash um, a number of years ago. I think in 2015 they stopped that policy, so they're not bringing it in to China anymore uh, to recycle for the materials. Um, I have, I have, one thing this article didn't talk about at all is uh, much more my concern, and I've gone on air about this before, is the batteries. Yeah. Batteries right. end of life much
3: quicker, hmm. 10 years. It's a much more and, real issue, yeah. <laughs> short term. Yeah. Right. It's
2: a much, it's a much, big, much bigger issue. Um, so I'd like to see some, some more focus on Well, we got the solution the battery, for that the issue, ba- right? The battery Remember, issue.
1: At our show, the EcoShip is just going to clearly come around and recycle all those batteries at every little port of call around the world.
2: Take, take, them, take them all for you <laughs> and like push them out in the middle of the ocean? What I, is that? No. no (laughs) I don't think that's what we're talking about. Uh, Although I
1: think he's been doing that kind of stuff. (laughs) Anyway,
2: no comment. So uh, what about Uber? What's, What's going on with Uber? So Uber is back in London. I don't know if you were following or not, but uh, they were actually kicked out. Their former CEO was making some questionable policies, made the government really uncomfortable, and they actually had their license to operate in the city of London revoked. Uh, The new CEO is trying to make amends. Uh, They've been able to procure a temporary operating permit. um, But there's a couple things going on. Uh, London has has a notoriously um, aggressive policy toward... um, pollution in the city. Uh, they're instituting a new fee of 19 cents per mile uh, for a, a fossil fuel powered vehicle hmm. to drive around the city. So that's really, really, it's a lot of money. So within it their fleet, if
1: I understand correctly, within their fleet, they're saying, hey, if you have an EV, you're not going to pay this. If you do, if you have a gas guzzler,
2: you're going it, well, to... Not, it's not even within their fleet. It's everybody in the city of London. That's a, that's a, that's a Uber, London-wide is, policy. That's a London-wide tax. Oh, whoa. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that. I said. It's, I it's extremely, aggre- extremely aggressive. Extremely uh, aggressive. Anybody who knows me knows I'm a big fan of Top Gear, and they they complain about it un- unendingly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's not new. It's but been I mean, around for a while. It's not new. No, the, no, this is a new tax, but they have I mean, the, their policies in general are are very aggressive, very mm. very anti-fossil uh, fuel in the city. I mean, they they have a big traffic problem anyway gotcha. because it's gotcha. such an old city. The, the the roads were never meant for this volume of traffic. Right. So what, and uh, So what's Uber to doing to, a- to to in relationship to that? Okay, so Uber is offering to their drivers, they have 45,000 drivers servicing about 3.5 million registered customers in the area, um, and and they're offering um, an incentive that totals to almost $4,000 if you do 40 hours a week with Uber, um, which is like five and a half rides a day, I think, um, you get $4,000 to switch to an electric vehicle from Uber. Check that out. Check that out. That's pretty amazing.
3: Yeah, but I still don't get it. Like, how does this help if there's too much traffic? I mean, it's just quieter as
2: we all wait in our cars. I mean, well, I guess part of the the, point. The the point is is that Uber is as a service. If they can serve five, five and a half people per day, well, that's that's four and a half less vehicles on the road. Ah. Because not everybody's driving their own vehicle. Right,
1: right, right, right. So
2: that. So okay, the more Uber that's being used, the less vehicles are on the road. The less personal vehicles are on the road. Correct. See that.
3: I, if it's true, but I think the taxi guys would be like, uh, "Why wasn't that true for us?" <laughs> you know? but yeah, yeah. And that's
2: that—that that has always been the question. those taxi medallions are actually really, really difficult to get. There's a finite number of them, um, and and it's it's a big question that there's a lot of. Uh, anger between the uh, the taxi community and the uber and lyft community <laughs> okay so
1: let's <laughs> uh let's if you don't mind let's segue to tesla real fast get that out of the way they always get their little spot on the show and then we're going to jump over to we, we not only have doug mcleod here but we also have a call in from marco mangelsdorf from hilo to talk about all this great stuff that's going on in hawaii so what's the, what's the deal here with the tesla roof installation they got some
2: updates right i want to talk about tesla tesla roof i um it's delayed again that's kind of the end of the conversation um there's there some real sig- real significant comments in here um if they were actually going to uh production ramp production and near the end of 2018 well it's now the end of 2018 mm-hmm. they pushed that off to the first half of 2019 which basically means summertime and probably beyond that uh the company noted the latest delays were due to the complexity of solar roof ah now, no
4: surprise
1: there now, huh?
2: now, this is, this is No, this is this no surprise i've gone on air about this as well is that it's you have all these little tiles and interconnects i think it's an, a needlessly complex system and it's not going to age well because of all those little interconnections uh, you're not going to um, dampen my enthusiasm for us total roof forget it man no no i, I, I love it but i'll I think take it needs one to be, I care what no, it needs to it. be built it needs to be built a better way you don't want individual tiles you want something that is the size of like a current panel on, they, they got larger, the nikola because.
1: tesla of our of our of our age you know elon musk behind it i can't think i can figure it out he's putting people on mars He's busy smoking something.
2: <laughs> oh, no. You didn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I watched the whole... Elon, Elon, come on the show. Tell us how you're going to fix how this. How many times
1: that guy's got a name way from us? Crazy. All right. Hey. So, uh, hey, let's jump over to Hawaii. Shall we
2: do that? Um, we've got a lot is, of amazing stuff going big, on. This is the big news of the day, right? Yeah. Um, so, the first the first three articles that you sent me um, were the, um, what is it? PV Magazine, um, Biz Journals, and uh, Hawaii 24-7. They're all... Uh, just covering this because it's huge news. Mm-hmm. Um, giant, giant um, rollout of 260 megawatt worth of solar um, proposals. So, so grant the granting of of these solar proposals um, from from HEI. Uh, they went to well, two of them went to um, Canada. and Inner Innerjacks is how oh, I want to say this. Intergex. Inner inter, inter, How do you pronounce that, Doug? Intergex. Yeah, interjects, Yeah, okay. Um, so Inter- Interjects from Canada um, is now in final negotiations with HECO for two solar press storage projects. The interesting thing is is, is the storage component. Um, so it's 260 megawatts of solar, but an entire gigawatt hour, of storage attached to these. So they will be able to charge these batteries in um, in four hours, which seems to be the um, the industry standard now. Is this the four-by? Uh, yeah, they were uh, talking of, about kind, that. Kind, kind, kind of model, the sizing. Um, and so they'll be able to reach full capacity in four hours and supply a, a large Portion of, of energy, even well, when the sun goes down.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the uh, the Interjects uh, uh, company, right? They're actually uh, installing some stuff here in Maui, right? There's uh, mm-hmm. what's going yeah. on. What's going on here, Doug? You know a little bit about this, huh?
3: Well, I think I would just say come down to the Kihei Community Center on that one next week. There is going to be a public open house on the 30th in the evening, and uh, folks can find out about that one. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. That's exciting. Nice. But I mean, Thanks.
1: basically, there's a lot of utility scale stuff happening yeah. at this moment across the Hawaiian Islands. And if I if I remember correctly from our previous show, Jay, they, uh, Marco, who's on the line right now, I think, or he's going to be on shortly. Marco uh, had said that uh, there was some, like. in in comparison with last year in 2017 at this time, we were like almost double the overall value of permits pulled because of a couple of major utility scale operations. So we're starting to see the impact on the industry itself uh, right now, Yep. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so well, let's start talking about uh, – Marco will come in when he does. Let's start talking about what's going on with NEM Plus because that's kind of the big uh, news of the day. We, this is a program that was announced or was uh, opened, I should say, on Monday, I believe. And then we had the forum yesterday uh, at uh, Miko offices and uh, presumably across uh, Hawaii on the respective islands in their offices. And, you know, this is a really re- amazing program. I mean, uh, we, we asked Doug to come in. Thanks very much for coming in, Doug. I really appreciate it. Uh, last last minute as usual. Hey, Doug, you want to be on our radio show? <laughs> And uh, but you know, <laughs> but uh, the the point you bottom mean you line... asked him last
2: minute not to came <laughs> in last minute. No, no, I asked him last minute. Yeah.
1: That's my point. Yeah. So um, and you know, so the 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 point here is, can you can? What do you think about the scale of what's going on right now? What's your take on this whole thing?
3: It, it, we have changed from say two years ago to. You know, where people essentially felt like the grid was closed to all of a sudden we have this menu of choices menu. on how you connect. And it's yep. like an a la carte mm-hmm. menu. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's actually pretty complicated now. You know, what we're going to connect with, you've got the CGS Plus still open. You've got NEM Plus. You've got Smart Export. You've got Customer Self-Supply. And if you're a big operation, Standard Interconnect. So it's it's become a very complicated a uh, set of options that yeah. people have, but it's nice to have choices, right? Yeah.
1: When you, I mean, when you think about this, um, when you think about this, it's like this is so, like you said, so, such a stark difference from where things were at the tail end of Nam. Tail end of Nam in October of October. Of, 15th 15, 15 maybe, <laughs> October something, yeah. 20th of 2015. It was like, okay, NEM is gone, we don't know what's coming for six months, CGS popped up, it was confusing as to how to apply and stuff, and then CGS Plus a little late, you know, well more recently, but CSS came out, but the technology wasn't quite there. So you had a couple of years where it was kinda clunky, right? And it was like, we don't have a lot of options for people. Now we're sitting here, we're looking at literally, it, it's like they print out on this large piece of paper, literally is a menu.
3: I think it is an amazing time. I'll just say, you know, since we're having a conversation about the solar industry, that I feel like a lot of people never made a real effort to learn the CGS Plus rules. Hmm. I mean, that was a great program. It was a way to connect to the grid without a battery. And I think a lot of folks were just lazy. They were like, well, I'll wait for NEM Plus. That sounds like NEM. I know how to do NEM. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, in in fairness, a couple of these things were out there, but but people didn't know how to sell them. They didn't know how to explain them to the customer. So I think everyone's in a lot better shape. Shape here because there's kind of a working understanding, and and best of all, you're just going back to your existing customer base. Yeah, it's pretty.
2: When, no, when, let's let's be let's be very clear that Nem Nem is never coming back, and that's 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 the message. Sure, there's right. no
3: new Nem. There's no new Nem. But
1: for for all of those right. seventy one thousand Nem holders throughout the three islands, the three companies of HEI, uh, now they have a very explicit option. Very clear
2: option. Right. It's hey, right. you can get solar, and which, which and we, didn't, we didn't have which we a path forward before yeah. this. Yeah. So yeah, it's absolutely. absolutely um, but correct. what's great about I that? I just, I, just, I just want to be clear to everybody that as we're talking about this, Nem Plus is not Nem reopening, and you can't you, right. you, you can't apply as a new account.
1: Right. And then you can get but I mean for clients that don't have or for homeowners and, and utility account holders that don't have a solar system yet, you do have options. You still have CGS plus. I think they said there's a megawatt or something in that territory left uh yesterday, uh in here in Maui. And is that is that
2: is okay, <clears throat> that's what I'm gonna ask. Is it for Maui or is that Hawaii Maui as a whole? Maui. And yeah.
1: then um yeah. there's also customer self supply, which is still uncapped. Uh and uh, those applications are going through in a pretty robust time frame right now, which is really wonderful, you mm-hmm. know. In addition to that, you know, you have uh so now there's the all this option for for existing you know nem nem holders and the funny thing about the nem thing is that you know people when we sold these systems a while back, we were talking, preaching energy conservation, and hey, we're going to get really uh, careful about how we use energy. And it didn't seem to work that way. A lot of people get the NEMS and they're like, woohoo, energy's free." <laughs>
3: it, it didn't work out in a way that people thought was fair. You know, if, if if you were looking at it right, I mean, you did that efficiency round before you put on your system. But when NEM closed, you know, looking backwards, it seemed like the people that had been rewarded were the people that had gone immediately to a to a Essentially, an oversized, oversized PV system. system. Yeah. So you know, it's funny because this, in one sense, corrects the unfairness. So NEM Plus goes back and says, if you sized yours right and then you added load or whatever has happened to your life since, you've got a chance to put on a new system without losing all of that wonderful grandfathered stuff. So that's what mm-hmm. NEM Plus is. It's a it's a second bite at the apple. But, you know, if you talk about fairness, well, honestly, I mean, you still had to have gotten in this first batch of NEM. So that was probably, you know, your wealthier part of the population, your early adopters. So in the interest of fairness, we're now going to have a program that is still, you know, fundamentally unfair in the sense that if you got in there early enough, you have this wonderful, valuable, transferable mm. NEM system. Transferable meaning, if you got this, if you buy the house from that person, right,
1: then you now have the NEM. You know, so yeah, it's yes. an it's an yeah. asset. The same house should be worth more with a NEM system sure. than without. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and if you look at the basic mechanics of this, you know, you're looking at someone can say, all right, well, hey, I've got a 10 kW solar system. It's NEM, uh, but maybe I put in, uh, you know, I bought a Tesla. That's a great example because there's so, a, it could be a really big energy. Hub or I, I, I put in a pool or I, or I upgraded my living situation. I got air conditioning. I got a few splits throughout my house, you know. And so now that NEM may not be doing, not be meeting their energy needs. They, they, they're they paying a bill every month, right? And yep. so you can come in and, and as I understood it and, and, and from the forum yesterday, uh, they're talking about, you know, segregating the NEM system, allowing that to backfeed and then uh, creating a, effectively a CSS system alongside of it uh, direct to the panels in the house, they're not touching each other. They're they're literally distinct systems, uh, PV panels and batteries to to meet loads on that on that house, right? So um,
3: that's what does that sound right to you? Doug? The only thing I would change, I think most people are thinking in terms of batteries, but there will be situations where. You know the the inverters themselves may be able to avoid the you know discharge to the grid that that would be a problem under mm-hmm. these rules. So yeah, we they're, they're, were
2: talking about that before the show. There are good. certain products that are available that will do that, right? You can tailor your export value.
3: Well, yeah, well, so,
1: well, and either yeah, so you're saying that it may be possible to add a non-export CSS.
3: Well, not literally. So CSS literally is a program that you have to have a, a battery system. What I'm saying is that under NEM Plus you may be able to add some panels and depending on when your load is you know time of day Uh, you might not need to add a battery just so you could add those additional panels but this is going to be real site oh interesting
1: interesting it's almost like a mini sia
3: Right, that's what you're saying, right? Yeah, I and mean, knock yeah, out some baseload or something like that, right? Yes, you got to really look at your time of day, and and we're getting a little geeky here. We're we're getting, get, we are getting. I like getting, it though. Geeky. I yeah. like it.
1: It's so you know what's wonderful about this industry? It's like you hear you hear a new program, you hear a new technology. You go, oh, I think I know what that means, and then you start talking to a couple of folks like you, and then you're like, oh wait, there's another way to interpret that,
2: how that might be applied. So yeah, yeah. And, I, and I don't know if I would do that I, anyway, because the, the the benefits of the battery now. I mean, it's almost almost silly to. to just discount the battery completely because you don't want one. Well, because of energy security, you mean? <laughs> energy security, uh, the, the fact that they're relatively cheap, uh, we do have uh, some unstable power issues. I mean, like I still lose power a couple times a week or top, top, a couple times a month at, at my relatively nice
0: subdivision I mean you know? I think so, you know
1: so. it's, it's hard for me to pull my mind out of the solar uh, installer slash salesman uh, kind of archetype here so in my mind I'm thinking well, how do I position this as a uh as a, as a sale right and and I feel like it's pretty straightforward because you can go in and say hey not only can you get batteries which pretty much anybody who has nem is interested in uh, to some degree yep. because of energy security because of extreme weather events and things of that nature um, but also yep. you can have additional generation or you can additional PV right and and um, you can do that, and I can't see any reason why you wouldn't be able to do that with full access to the federal ITC at 30% and the stateside 35% uh, tax credit. To, in my, by my mind, you're, you're, you're able to fully exercise tax credits again uh, with this new system. I mean, I, I'm not a CPA and I'm not legally allowed to give tax advice, but that's what I'm thinking of at the moment.
3: You know, first off, yes, and it's, the deal is even better on the business side. So, right. um, you know, when when you look at these, we've been talking about residential, but in fact, there are a number of NEM systems that are small commercial systems as well. Right, up to 100 kW max we could do this on.
1: Uh, I think we got our that caller. Was, that and, was a
2: big, interesting number, yeah. How, how, how many houses is that? You said like 20? That's 20 oh. houses worth of, worth of solar. It's huge,
1: it's huge. Hey, Jay, looks like we got our caller, uh, Mr. Marco Mangelsdorf, uh, on the line here. Marco, can you hear us Okay.
0: Yes, indeed. I apologize for technical difficulties. I'm no uh, walking along the ocean here in the People's Republic of Santa Cruz and the
1: cell <laughs> service is No sweat. No sweat at all. We got Doug <laughs> McLeod here, a former Renewable Energy Commissioner in Maui County, Marco, and Jay's on the line uh, as well. And we're really excited to talk to you and hear your take on this kind of momentous time in the Hawaiian solar industry. Um, so, yeah, what's going on? How do you feel about what's up out there?
0: Well, the solar coaster continues the pace, you know, I'm not really <laughs> sure sometimes uh, what direction it's taking uh, from one day to the next, but uh, I know a bunch of folks, uh, including Rolf Christ at uh, r and Solar Supply and the folks at Hawaii Solar Energy Association and a number of others, worked damn hard and long nice. to uh, finally get uh, Net Energy Metering Plus across the finish line. It went live. By PUC edict on Monday, I think a little bit sooner than they were ready, than Hawaiian Electric was ready. But uh, this is something a lot of people have been working for for quite a while. So I I see that as certainly a good thing. And uh, you know, it's still uh, not like your not like your father's solar when things were a lot more simple back in the energy metering days and (laughs) and a whole bunch of other. Factors to just make it a lot more complicated, but uh, you know, it's all worth it because we're doing our small part to make Hawaii more Absolutely. energy independent, reduce the amount of uh, greenhouse gases going to the atmosphere from burning something, whether it's fossil fuels or combusting yeah. biomass. So uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that for
1: now. Oh, yeah. And then, Marco, now, thanks so much for that. And it's great that you brought up the uh, the people that, you know, put in the long hours to make this come together. You mentioned the Hawaii Solar Energy Association. Uh, is that the state branch of SIA? Is that what is that what we're talking about, that that group? Uh, is it the same or is it different?
0: They, they don't have... Uh in my in my uh, my knowledge, they don't have a direct relationship with the Solar Energy Industries Association gotcha. or SIA, which is based in Washington D.C. Okay. HSCA has been around since the late '70s. Uh, folks like Cully Judd, who uh, started inter Island Solar Supply, uh, Rick Reed, who also was there for years and years and years. I mean, they were really the folks who put solar on the map yeah. in Hawaii, and HSCA. Uh, has been uh, a real great advocate over the decades, not just years but decades, for the solar cause. So it's it's great that we have such committed, smart, passionate people on our side. Absolutely, because it's quite the uh, quite the the, the bailiwick out there and challenging uh, a playing field, so to speak. When you've got utility companies, you've got uh, the Public Utilities Commission, other vested interests that are all uh, you know, pushing their particular agenda. So, so yeah, I think uh, you know yeah. we definitely owe. I I owe a, a great. Degree of thanks to all the folks who put in so much hard work to bring NEMPLUS Plus finally to fruition.
1: That's a great way to look at it, and that kind of wasn't on my radar, so I'm really glad you brought that up. <clears throat> actually, I actually have a specific question for you. You're kind of like the, you know, the oracle of the the solar industry a little bit here, right? Because you you, you keep tabs on how the, what those permit pulls look like from island to island, and you've recently uh, shared some data with us. I think we shared it on the last show. Uh, if you had to look forward, you know, let's say, uh, you know, into the first, you know, Q1, Q2 of 2019, given this program, what do you think the impact's going to be on those permit pulls and the general health of the industry?
0: Well, my my hope certainly is that it uh, starts pushing the solar coaster in the positive direction, which is going up. And uh, part of that, uh, part of the reason I think that things have been kind of slow this year uh, also relates to the challenge of of truly integrating um, seamlessly uh, battery storage, both uh, for residential PV system designs and commercial PV system designs. Hey, so Marco, I think we've oh. largely gotten over uh, various hoops in terms of permitting. Unfortunately, kind of something that's below the radar screen, as far as a lot of the popular press, when they, they, they wax poetic about battery storage being the next uh, kind of holy grail and it's going to change the world and so forth, is that... Uh, there are product supply constraints, which is kind of yep, a more yep. fancy way of saying shortages. Uh, the demand is, is so high, uh, at least as far as uh, residential storage, uh, and the supply is just not keeping up. And I'm speaking of the two major players, both in Hawaii and also in, in California, which is of course the holy, yeah. holy land here in terms of PV applications. And those two major players are Tesla, and LG Chem and they are both mm-hmm. had uh, challenges meeting supply in a timely fashion so you know when you ask the question how's it looking for q1 q2 of 2019 so we still uh, i think yeah. part of that question the answer to that question lies in the availability of battery storage and uh, I'm sure not going to predict how things are going to look uh, Great four, point. Or five, six weeks from now. I just don't Great don't point. have my yeah. my talents here. My my crystal ball is still a little bit foggy on that
1: side. <laughs> We'd have to dig into uh, to Lynn Tran over at LG Chem and the rest of these folks. Uh, hey guys, we're going to have to move into we had we do have a, a show focus. We're going to get we're going to jump into with Sunova, but I just wanted to give you uh, a, a, a chance here, Doug, to kind of say any last you know words about what's going on in the Hawaiian solar industry and also you know yeah you too Marco.
3: I think it's an exciting time, and, you know, maybe, Marco, in your comment, you know, the only thing I worry about is just interconnection. You know, this looks great on paper, but there have been other times when the, you know, reality of interconnection has been a problem, and I'm just hoping that... You know, we're not going to find that problem. Otherwise, I think it's just revolutionary to have for the first time a solar program with no expiration date and no program cap. I mean, we just have never had that. It's this is fundamentally a different beast. <laughs> yeah, really? And so you know, we're going to put together a, a program, I think probably Maui tomorrow and Miko, and I'm sure we'll be talking with some of the solar folks on Maui. Uh, we're tentatively going to get this done. Uh, December, January, but nice. there's a lot, a lot of people that are going to be interested in this. I, I really yeah. think it's going to be a, a huge amount of business for you all in the short term. All right. All right. So
1: that's 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 that they couldn't, I couldn't have said it better. So thanks so much for that. And I really appreciate your time today, Marco, calling in from abroad whenever we, we seem to ping you all in all different points of the planet. So thank you so much for your take on it. And uh, we really look forward to continuing this dialogue moving forward.
0: My pleasure. Still so much to talk about in so little time, so let's make it happen sometime (laughs) in the future soon. You bet. Thanks so much for the opportunity.
1: All right. Aloha, Marco. Take care now.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a good one. All
1: right, folks. So uh, obviously, we could do multiple shows on this, and I'm sure we will in the upcoming months if we can find it in our show <laughs> schedule. And then, um, uh, but we do want to jump into our commercial break. We're going to come right back with a potential funder for uh, some of these Nem Plus systems, as Sunova, which is a great company. We got uh, Michael Grasso, and we're going to hear all from him and uh, Stacy, who also is here uh, in uh, the Hawaiian Islands for this great company from SPI. Aloha and welcome to Maui Solar Project. It is easy to feel rejuvenated just stepping outside on a magnificent Hawaiian day. Maui Solar Project is here to help harness that energy you feel in your body and use it to power your homes and businesses. As Laura tells us, Maui harnessed the sun so as to slow its path across the sky. Join Maui Solar Project as we harness the sun's energy and slow Hawaii's dependence on fossil fuels. Call Maui Solar Project at 269-2352. MauiSolarProject.org.
3: Tabuchi Electric, a leading worldwide inverter manufacturer, presents the second generation of the eco-intelligent battery system, the IBIS. Tabuchi's grid-friendly system includes a
1: high-efficiency inverter, stackable batteries, and integration with Jelly software for the most adaptable battery storage system on the market. The system is optimized for energy management and cost performance. Maximize your solar investment with Tabuchi's electric eco-intelligent battery
4: system.
2: The Sonnen Battery Eco is an energy storage solution that utilizes intelligent energy management software. The system is available in a variety of storage capacities and allows for expansion. Sonnen Battery Eco allows you to save money by harvesting energy from your solar PV system and using that stored energy when rates are more expensive. Sonnen Battery Eco is specifically designed to provide you and your family peace of mind in the event of power outage. Our unique power detection system will sense outages in real time and automatically switch over to battery power. See Sonnen Battery Eco at sonnen-battery.com.
1: MIT founded PICA Energy, makers of the PICA Energy Island, a smart energy management system that uses solar panels, lithium batteries, and intelligence to manage your energy and keep you powered, even during outages. With a clean, intelligent alternative to grid power, you're in control of your energy future. PICA's Energy Island lets you manage electrical costs with HECO-ready self-supply functions. PICA's largest battery, the Harbor Plus, offers 16 kilowatt hours of stored energy and can power loads of up to 10 kilowatts. And if you need more capacity, just add a second or even third Harbor Smart Battery to the same system for a maximum of 48 kilowatt hours of usable storage pika energy own your power to learn more visit pika-energy.com
2: All right. So, uh, those were our great uh,
1: sponsors. Thank you so much for keeping the solar coaster on the tracks. We're going to jump right into a, uh, a, a interview we did at SPI this year, part of our SPI series, right, Jay? Uh, and uh, we've yep. got Sonova and Michael DeGrasso. And did I say his name right? Michael Grasso? I think so. Uh,
2: Grasso, yeah. <laughs> Michael
1: Grasso. <laughs> and Stacey, uh, we're going to hear from them all about this wonderful uh, financing company, Sonova. Okay, we're here with uh, Michael Grasso and Stacey Jones, Jones of Sonova, which is a really important company, right? And you guys are doing some great work out there in solar, and I haven't met with you guys in a while, but I know that maybe we were just talking about it a minute ago, we had, I had some uh, contact in we Solar Project with some of your staff in the last few years. But since then, so much has happened. And I'm really excited to hear all about uh, your new, especially the on-grid storage business that you're doing. So, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and about kind of the company and maybe kind of like where things are at right now with Sonova?
4: Yeah, absolutely. So, Michael Grasso, I, I lead marketing for Sunova, and I'm still relatively new to the business just having started at the beginning of this year. But our focus as a company continues to be on growing our portfolio of solar and energy storage products. that. We can sell to consumers through our channel partners. So the way like we go s- to business today is we work with channel partners who work with the customer to find out their interest in the product, to understand what their needs are, and then to work with them to get the right product that suits their needs. Gotcha. So Sonova sells through a loan product. Uh, we have lease products and we have power purchase agreements. Right. You know, all to facilitate the simplicity of so owning your system or not. So you've got uh, on-grid uh, solar plus storage. Sales, loans, leasing, and PPAs. That's right. Full structure. Everything. Whatever the consumer is looking for, we try to make sure that there is a product that suits their needs.
1: That's phenomenal. And I'll tell you what, there's not a lot of on-grid storage leasing out there right now. Uh, or certainly not a lot that I've been able to kind of coordinate with on the Maui Solar Project side of the fence. Yep. Uh, so I'm very excited to hear all about that. Huge market for it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but of course, the long-term loans have become kind of you know market standard at the moment, right? So I think I, I remember reading some of your, your your copy, and I think you've got some distinguishing characteristics in terms of the length of it,
4: right? That's right. So one of the things that's unique about our product is we will actually go full 25 years, uh, regardless of the product that you purchase. We're going to cover that system end to end for 25. Five years. Wow. So if it's a lease or a PPA, we'll do everything from insure it to maintain it, manage it. If it's a loan product, we'll take care of it end-to-end. And if you get storage with our product, we also guarantee the performance of that storage uh, for the life of the, the life of the agreement, which, you know, for a 25-year product, that means that uh, we're likely going to replace that product for the this consumer is a big deal. Life. Yeah. This is a big deal. So um, having, yeah, having 25-year guarantees on uh, solar plus
1: storage in this market where people are there's definitely a major appetite in our market back home, but there still is a lot of questions and product um, I would say product awareness. Or product kind of education is still at a very early level in the Hawaii marketplace, right? So people are going, yeah, I want batteries, but what do they mean? Uh, I have people call me Which up and say on the PC side, say, hey, I want a battery, and I'm like, well, why? I don't know. I just want a battery, <laughs> right? So, um, but there's great opportunities. Because we just had two hurricanes that right. were here, misses and scared everybody. That's right. why. Do right. you want a battery because you don't want power to go out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah right, that's, that's right. right. Or
4: do you want a battery because you want solar and that's the way you're going to get it? That's right. We're going to help you save money because we're going right. to give you a solar yeah. system with storage and allow you to, you know, operate. With Within the utilities parameters. Very cool, yeah. very cool. So um, where does Sunova operate where it's kind of where's its jurisdiction? Sure so Sunova operates across the United States so we're in um, 22 different markets and US territories So right. you can see us you know across California all the way to the Northeast Massachusetts New Jersey New York as far south as Guam and Saipan. So right. and we're also a large provider in Hawaii and also in Puerto Rico so right. we're, we've got a very broad distribution. it's oh, amazing. So much,
1: so much. Uh, uh, like that's that's a huge geographic spread, right? So, must be a pretty big company.
4: Yeah, I mean, we're still growing. So we're about sixty thousand customers and about three hundred and twenty-five employees. Uh, we've been in business for about six years now, and we have a very you know, distinguished partner uh, channel partner group that we work with, and that is also growing as we grow our distribution. How so, did, how did um, uh, Sonova get started? So it was, you know, for our CEO, who's also our founder, it was his third solar entity. So he's, he's come at the solar business a couple of different ways. But right. his view and his vision for the business was we wanted to provide better quality energy at a better price. Nice. And he saw that the way to deliver that vision and value proposition for consumers was to do that through solar. Right, And we've continued to evolve that. And we continue to evolve beyond that vision to now giving consumers the opportunity to really choose how they want to get their energy, how they want to save economically and giving them more capability and control over when and how they consume. Right, and that comes with the battery and some of the additional capabilities that we're building. Right.
1: is I know what's his name? The CEO and the founder? John I, Berger. John Berger. John Berger. Yeah, that name rings a bell, for sure. And so, is he a career energy guy? I mean, being based in Texas, I wonder if there's an energy background to John.
4: You know. Yes. Yeah. I mean, John's done a lot in the energy space. Right. You know, he's worked in larger entities. He actually worked at the FERC uh, right. for a while, Federal, Federal Energy Regulatory Commission right. for a while. So, he's seen the industry from a lot of different aspects and you know, he's an entrepreneur and a serial entrepreneur at this point and he's been able to build a great company that has a lot of you know, smart investors who believe in the vision and the capabilities that we're bringing to consumers across the country. Absolutely, it's huge. So I have loads of questions for you so I'll just kind of start to, have to okay. them off and you yeah. know, I'm definitely going to talk about Hawaii.
1: So, uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the specifics of your product offering. So you have a, a, a financing, I suppose, a financing kind of core that provides loans, and PPAs, and leases for, I'm sure, regular uh, on-grids, you know, grid-side solar and then grid-side plus storage. If I, that's correct, right? That's correct. And then are there certain products that you, uh, are you product agnostic, or do you have a list of kind of approved products, or? and as specifically, as
4: far as where, the hardware is yeah, concerned. And right. in the, in the yeah. storage area, I'm really interested in yeah. Yeah. storage products you working with? So, we primarily work with SolarEdge and Enphase for the inverter technology, and we primarily work with LG and Tesla today on the batteries. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Great. and it's a combination of those inverters and batteries that we'll be deploying in the market. Gotcha. We're, yeah. you know, we're working with other vendors and looking at other technologies. So, so do
1: you bring, when, let's say that someone, she's a channel partner, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a company in wherever, um, do you, they need to be a Tesla uh, vendor in order to be able to sell that product or to go through Sonova. They go through Sonova, and uh, we'll, we'll
4: onboard them, we'll provide them with our approved vendors list and yep. then we'll work with them on, you know, how to design the system and, and all the steps that go into making them successful. Gotcha, wow.
1: gotcha. Um, okay, so you said uh, Tesla and LG on the storage side. What did you say again on the module side, I'm sorry? Uh,
4: on the module side, we have a, a more broad spectrum right. of providers. Uh, on the inverter side, it's Enphase and SolarEdge that we're typically right. working Amazing. with.
1: Okay, gotcha. Yes. And, uh, okay, so those are products that everyone's really familiar with in Hawaii they're really comfortable deploying them. We just had some hurricanes, um, two hurricanes actually, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. there was this discussion in Maui, where we're based, about um, people that have their power. Walls in, uh, I think it was storm mode or hurricane mode or emergency,
2: emergency <laughs> off islanding mode or whatever it was called. Yeah. People um, are starting to get to a point it, where there's there a firmware update that was pushed out yeah. for everybody. It's right. a semi automatic okay. system, uh, but that really raised awareness. We also had in the, re- in the territory, if you're there, um, a large number of emails come out. Everybody who had a solar system of any kind was getting instructions from their equipment providers. What to do, what not to do. Touch this. That kind
4: of stuff. Well, I think that's really where the service wrapper comes into play, right? Because what, when you think about the fact that the world around us is changing a lot. We're all getting exposure to more and more events, right? Whether it's the the hurricanes that we saw in the islands, whether it be the Hawaiian Islands or the Marianne Islands, or what we we dealt with in in Puerto Rico with Maria, right? And the cleanup there, or the east coast of the US, or the fires that we're seeing, or mudslides, or the flooding. You know, we're we're constantly seeing all these world global events that are putting a focus, I think, on energy, and they're putting a focus on the consumer's needs. And we as consumers, we're all consumers, right? We all live through these together. We want the protection, the security, the reliability that comes with being able to generate, store, and manage your own energy. Yeah. And we need that technology. And Sonova's bring that service layer to the to our customers because we're making sure that equipment works. If you just go out and buy the equipment, that's great, but who's really looking after it? Who's making sure that it is moving to storm mode? Who's making sure that the system's producing at the level it should produce at and looking after your needs over time? Yeah, because this, you know, the companies like Sonova are more and more becoming that. You know, equivalent of what that utility was in the past, where we're focused on the reliability, the durability, the resilience of the system, so the consumer can constantly get the energy they're looking for. And that's so so critical right
1: now, and like a trusted partner that uh, uh, a citizen or a homeowner can say, hey, I, I understand, I know I'm in good hands with this group. That's right. And that is, I think, I, I don't know if that's been achieved quite yet, you know, uh, being able to do that. So it's also, what's really important right now is that we have uh, the uh, CSS system, the CSS programs, they're being deployed, they're going through the utility relatively uh, quickly right now. But having spoken with the utility uh, members of Maui, Maui Electric, there certainly are, certain, there are sectors right now where we're starting to see IRS's or interconnection requirements studies being issued. Right, so we're kind of back to that. It's opposed to the grid side uh, world of NEM, where we had the transient voltage problem. Now we have the removal of load problem and, and the predictability on certain sectors. So right. the reason I bring that up is that um, you know what's, what could happen right now that the cost of battery plus uh, solar plus batteries uh, has been, a year or two ago it was almost prohibitively expensive. Prices have come down; it's more accessible to more people. But there are a lot of families out there that missed the NEM opportunity. And we don't want them to miss the CSS opportunity. Yes. And so it's wonderful that there's a lease product available or a loan product for that, uh, that's because right. that can really democratize, you know, access to this and have them gain it while the CSS uh, program uh, permissions or approvals are available. That's right. And so that's really critical for our listener base, you know, for the people in Maui that maybe miss them and are going, oh, I really want to get solar, I want to save some money, and I also want to be safe. Uh, so maybe a product like Sinova could be really appropriate for a lot of people in Hawaii. That's market.
4: right. So Sonova lets you get started with you know, zero money down. You don't have to worry about owning the system. You know, we work with the consumer to get the right product for their home, designed properly, built properly, and then we warranty it for 25 years, which makes it easy and, and worry free. And that's what I think we're looking for. You, you don't want to have to worry about, is your electricity going to be there when you need it? Yeah. And I think a product like Synova Sunsafe allows you to have that peace of mind that you're looking right. for.
5: And maybe we'll chat a little bit with Stacey, too, if we can. Absolutely. Uh, I know you're uh, in charge of Hawaii. Is that right? Yes. I manage the Pacific region. Okay, does that, uh, what does that cover? Where are the boundaries of that? Guam, the CNMI, and then the Hawaiian Islands. Okay, I'm excellent. actually located in Hawaii. Right.
1: And what is the name of the the, 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 the storage, uh, leasing, uh, loan pro- program you have? Is it, it's
5: the SunSafe program. SunSafe, right? Yeah, I
1: thought I'd read about that. Yep. So how are things going with the the rollout in Hawaii? What are you seeing on the different islands?
5: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, we rolled out in the middle of last year. Um, it's been slower than we wanted, and, and really we wanted to make sure that we had the right focus on the product, so that's why I moved out there in February. Um, so I've spent the last six months or so working with installers, getting to know the islands, and understanding those things, and I think, you know, toward the end of this year, we're going to start seeing a, a large increase in, in nice. volume. Nice, nice. And then are you based in Oahu? Yes. Okay, and do you have a footprint in, on each of the islands? Or are you in, or, um, We have an them? employee on Oahu, um, myself, and then we have an employee in Kauai, um, but we're, you know, you know how easy it is to get from island to yep, island, so sure. we're working on every island having an installer. Gotcha. Um, that's that's our ultimate goal.
1: So we have like a, a technician that kind of uh, like maintains the systems on each island, is that what you're talking about? And yes. then you have okay. channel partners, right? Yes. So Gotcha. I can recommend a great couple people in both Maui and Big Island for you.
5: Wonderful. Yeah, really, Wonderful. really like
1: top-notch people that uh, I think would be good to know. So, Excellent. Yeah. You should
5: definitely connect on that.
1: Absolutely. So um, let's see, what else here? So the lease Product Outside, I, there, I don't know if there's only there's only one other Main lease product that I'm aware of in the mountains right now. There is so
4: that's a huge business opportunity. Right Absolutely, that's exciting. Yeah. There is only one other really competitive product that's out there to us, but they don't have the same warranty and life coverage that we do. Yeah. So we're really letting consumers lock in that rate for longer, right? And get you know get that quality experience.
1: And um, you know, without getting too much of the minutia of your of the the actual you know product offering and the, the financials of it. Um, Right now, we have some of the highest rates we've had in years because of fuel surcharges and because of a PUC-approved electricity increase, right? So we penciled some bills, not based on what what the utility says, but just what the actual math is. We're pushing 36 from what we can tell right now. 36 cents a kilowatt hour, again, right, in Maui. Okay? Uh, for our residential, not even looking at the other tariffs. I mean, that's pretty remarkable. There's a lot of room in there, right? To uh, create value for people.
4: Consumers can save significantly right. over that utility rate with the Sonova Sunset product. Nice. So. That's my question and that's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> And they'll know what they're going to pay over time. So you know you don't have to be exposed to this change in the fuel cost that's driving that local utility rate yep. month after month, year after year. Like where you're going to wake up one day and not know is it going to be 40 cents? Right? Right. You don't know what that that rate's going to be. And I think the benefit of going with a lease, especially because you don't have to put any cash out of pocket, you don't have to own the system, you're just going to guarantee that rate, and that, right. that helps you plan and budget and. Be comfortable in knowing like where you're going to be at
1: over time. Um, I'll just throw a little bit of a, a new idea. Maybe it's not new or something that we're playing with on the Mavic Solar Project side of the fence. Uh, we're finding that at the kitchen table, people are making decisions not just about PV plus battery, but also about PV air conditioning, solar hot water, EV charging, things of that nature. So one of our salesmen who's going to be here in a moment, the other day he walked in and he had just sold four air conditioning, solar air conditioning systems, a really robust on-grid battery solar system and a solar hot water system. So a remarkable opportunity when you look at the full spectrum of tech out there and what people need in order to become more and more independent from
4: the grid. That's right. Yeah, there are a lot of new products that are coming to market, and I think you are also seeing a lot of that in the home too, which is where we're focused on how do we help consumers control how they use energy, when they use energy. You know, how do you save energy when you're on the grid or off the grid? I think a lot of this convergence is important because we're all looking for, you know, again, how do you sustain a multi-day power outage? Or how do you, how do you work around time of use rates or other types of you know, either charges or curtailment activities? You don't want to curtail your system. And with the CSS program, oftentimes you're finding you're curtailing during the peak. So how do we help consumers redirect that energy in the home to get more out of it. This
1: is a great this is a great conversation. So one of the things we've talked about over the last few years, it's not just selling a system and then, okay, you're good, go for it. It's kind of like we're here to support over time. We're here to help educate you. And also they can help educate us because they're living with the systems, right? Yes. So what kind of problems emerge or what kind of opportunities emerge? Right. And then how do we kind of work with that together? So it's always about that just kind of consistency, being there to support one another. Right. And, and the, the Hawaiian Islands, I'm sure you're kind of getting this flavor, uh, is is really about kind of family, community, Absolutely. Relationships. Mm-hmm. These are the things that really help a company grow when you kind of have that focal point, you know. Definitely. So that's great to hear that that's kind of an area of interest and a focus for guys, you guys.
4: Right, know, and so. our, all of our needs as you know homeowners and users of energy change over time, right? We have, you might have kids in the household and grow up and they're using more energy as teenagers and then they leave and your energy changes and then you add an EV or you know something else changes so in sure. how you use energy in the home. Like more and more air conditioners are being added to a lot of people's homes because it's getting hotter out there, it's right? So yeah, we yeah. Need, we need energy. DURING THE DAY NOW THAT WE DIDN'T NEED BEFORE. SO ALL OF THAT, WHEN YOU WORK WITH A SERVICE PROVIDER AND YOU'RE WORKING on, ON LIKE A LEASE TYPE OF PRODUCT, YOU'RE GETTING THE BENEFIT OF SOMEBODY WHO CAN HELP YOU FIGURE THAT OUT EVERY DAY. Right. We would love to have a lease product where we could integrate some of these other technologies in the yes. future
1: one day. Uh-huh. That would be very valuable. We should talk about <laughs> By the it. That would be fun to do. <laughs> yeah. It is really fun to walk, to walk into a home be able to basically map out all their energy, energy needs with yes. multiple products and create a, design a solution. Right, you know? right. And be able to bring in financing to that as well. So yes. that's where it starts to really become kind of like democratic. people We should can ask definitely talk about that. Right. Awesome. Very, good. very I mean, good. So before we cut off, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listenership across Hawaii, Uh, any last words or
4: any uh, Uh, I'll go first, I mean, I just say that we're excited to have this Inova SunSafe product in the market. We're continuing to add lots of states, but specific to Hawaii, we're working to make that a better product and provide larger capacity batteries, provide more technology and service on top of that battery and and solar platform so that we help consumers really understand if they want to understand, if they don't understand, they just want to take care of it, like just take care of it for them, and build that capability, and Stacy's been doing a fantastic Job of bringing more partners on board, so you'll see snow in more places. So.
5: I think Michael said all of it. Um, we are really excited, and we're super focused on it, and that's why we're we're relocating focus out there, um, and really excited to be a part of the island, and, and really get immersed in the community, and work with work, work with homeowners there.
1: Absolutely, Fantastic. well, welcome to Hawaii, and we're so glad that you're there. And please tune into the show. Absolutely, <laughs> thank you. Very good. Thank okay, you. thanks, guys. Okay, folks, that was Sunova, a really important uh, organization, a financing company that provides uh, a lot of solutions.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they're they're basically saying that on a 25-year loan, they're going to eat the cost of that battery replacement because it's guaranteed to happen at least once during that that period. Um, just a lot of options. That could be a solution right there for an plus to come in here and finance a lot of these systems going to get
1: deployed. So hey, uh, thanks, sh- folks. This has been the Solar Coaster, sponsored by Maui Solar Project, Tabuchi Electric America, Sonnen, Pika, uh, and Sundrum Solar. Uh, it's been a great show, and uh, it's one of those gr- awesome times in this in the industry in the Solar Coaster where. We're heading up the tracks, ready for a great a great uh, kind of uh, ride <laughs> in a good place. So, hey, folks, have a wonderful weekend and aloha Friday. Arms up, loop-de-loop.
0: <laughs>